Hello, and welcome to The Business Takeaway, a video cast series where we interview professionals in the advertising, marketing, and public relations industry. I'm the host, Brianna Fanta, and with me today, I have Lindsay Augustine, who is currently an Assistant Director and Communications Coordinator at the UNL Center for Science, Mathematics, and Computer Education. It's great to be talking with you, Lindsay. Hi, thank you. It's been great to be here. <laughs> I'd like to start off by asking, what got you interested in this field? So I assume you mean the field of journalism or communications, you know, in general. Um, I started out in the newspaper business, which has changed drastically <laughs> from when I was in it. Um, but I'm just a very curious person and I'm a very precise person. So reporting and editing and asking people questions, learning their story, and then being able to distill that down and translate that to the, the general public kind of sums up all the things I like to do. <laughs> so what was your education? Where did you go to school? What was your degree exactly? Well, I went to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln for both my master's, um, bachelor's and master's. My bachelor's degree was in news editorial, which is now just called journalism. And it was at the time, you know, very just print focused. I didn't, um, at the time we weren't, you know, taking broadcasting courses or advertising courses as well. Um, and then my master's is in marketing, communication studies and advertising. And they have since changed that program at UNL as well. I think it's called integrated media communication now, but um, I think I was the last graduate from the MCA program. But when I transitioned to UNL, my job switched from, you know, it was not a traditional print journalism situation all the time. I had to, I had to know advertising and marketing and those strategies. So it was nice to switch gears in my, in my master's degree to learn both sides. So how would you say that marketing had influenced your journalism experience exactly? Um, I mean, it, it is kind of a different way of looking at things, right? It's much more from a business point of view. And working at a university that is sort of a, a nonprofit in a way, it's, it's a little harder to track things like ROI and what exactly are the measurements that you can tell if something's working or not. It's, a, it's much harder, right? It, it takes a lot more and a lot more people. And um, yeah, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> It's not as straightforward as you'd like it to be, right? There's a lot of things you just kind of have to try and see what do you get a response from and just keep adjusting as you go. So how would you describe your career path since college? Um, so I did work at the Lincoln Journal Star for a long time um, in sports, uh, sports copy editing and designing. And, um, you know, I had to work second shift. I had to work the four to midnight type of hours and, I did that for a long time and I wasn't sure I wanted to keep doing that. And uh, I needed, I needed normal, normal hours, I guess, daytime hours. So um, I was very interested in events and plan and planning events and conferences. And so I uh, worked for a few years at the embassy suites in Lincoln um, in the sales and catering office, just kind of learning that side of things, which was the hospitality industry was very fun. It was really cool. And I was glad that I got some experience learning that. But um, I had always kind of wanted to try to work at the university. Um, so I, when I had this job in the center came open, 
I've been here the whole 12 years that I worked at UNL. My, my job has changed over the years and added responsibility and things, but I've always worked at the center the whole time I've been here. Wow. So how would you say that your job has changed? Like what specifically has changed? Um, I started out in mostly an events planning type role. And when, you know, when everybody started to figure out, oh, well, she can write <laughs> and she can design things and we don't have anybody who can do that. Then it started switching into more of, I took over the newsletters. I t every time a grant would end, I would make a big magazine about all the teachers in the program and what they're, you know, what they accomplished. And that really started to take off and become more of what I was doing. So then we ended up hiring an events coordinator so that I could start just focusing more on communications. So with that said, is there any other position that you're working toward or are you happy with the position you're at now? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I would hope to be continue to be promoted or, you know, be associate director or think, you know, things like that in the future. Um, I've had to take on some um, database programming development stuff, learning MySQL and PHP and stuff I didn't think I would ever venture into. But I mean, it's all very interesting stuff. Um, and we, uh, we just do a lot of things that are unique in the center because our main audience is K-12 teachers and not students at UNL. So a lot of my students that I'm helping are graduate students, but they're not full-time graduate students. They are teachers and they are part-time graduate students, right? They're working towards their master's degrees. So I just, there's a lot of just advocating for non-traditional students and that has become a big part of my job. How would you describe a typical work day? <laughs> um, I don't have one. I. <laughs> My day is different every day, which is, I think, why I like working here, that I, I kind of have a sense of the things that, like, have to get done when I come in, but I get anywhere from, you know, 50 to 150 emails a day, so, you know, a good percentage of those are a, a problem <laughs> or a challenge or somebody needs something right now, drop everything you're doing and solve this problem, so I try not to have planned very much for my day every day because I don't know what's going to come up that I that I don't foresee. So um, I'm kind of the, the person who's the catch-all. Like I'm the one who's just ready and prepared to take on the last minute things that faculty need across campus. Um, they like that I come from a journalism background and that I come from, you know, what was a 24-hour news cycle because I understand that there's things that I have to get done today and I don't have tomorrow, right? It has to happen today. There's not a choice, right? We had to get the newspaper out the same day. There wasn't a, oh, well, we'll decide this tomorrow. No, you should decide it right now. So I, I'm pretty good about making decisions and just kind of like churning stuff out and just meeting those deadlines because that's very ingrained in how I work. <laughs> so what do you like about your job? Um, I like that it's different. I, I like that I'm not just always writing stories or I'm just always copy editing grant proposals or I, you know, or I'm just working on events. It changes all the time. And so I kind of get to do all of those different skills that I like to do. I get to kind of jump in between and 
for the most part, kind of on my own, my own timetable, you know, so I like the, 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 there's some freedom there that it's not just, you know, I'm making widgets and I'm doing the same thing every day. You know, I, I don't, I wouldn't be happy in, in a job like that. So I like that there's a lot more um, individuality and I can use my own creativity here. I can work with a, you know, get to work with a new professor and have them say, oh, I just got this new grant and we're going to try this thing. What do you think we should do? You know, like, it's fun to get to brainstorm with them of different things they could do for outreach. What kind of training experience or hard skills does your job require? Um, I mean, my job is, is, is a little different in that it was kind of created for me um, because of the skills I had. So, I mean, someone else coming into this type of job, I mean, you'd want them to have, to have some idea of, of copy editing, of AP style, of APA style, um, some, some ability to quickly do design of like posters and flyers and social media graphics and things like that. Um, and just kind of be good at project management and keeping things moving along on deadlines. It's that it's very different at a university from in a, in a journalism type field and the a university will say, um, well, we'll revisit this in six months. Right. And that's a very common thing or in two months or whatever. And so you have to be really good about putting on your calendar. OK, I've got to circle back with that person in two months or in six months. We've got to set a meeting to talk about this again, to move this on to the next step. And so there's just you have to be sure that you're not letting anything slip through the cracks. How would you say your skills evolved from the beginning of your career to the end? Um, I mean, I think I've I've grown a lot as a writer and an editor, especially in being able to write for academia. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I was writing in sports <laughs> and other things. And so it, it is, it is a certain kind of skill that you have to acquire over time of how do you write in a certain way for a grant proposal um, and, and really for asking for money, right? There's a lot of fundraising that we have to do at the university. Um, and there's a lot of foundation funds and things. And, you know, writing to donors is a certain voice. And a lot of times you do a lot of ghostwriting, you're writing for faculty, you're writing letters and signing their name. And so you have to learn to write in their voice as well and send the message you that they would send. And that just come, I mean, that just comes with time of spending enough time with with them and with the project and really understanding, you know, the message that you're trying to get out. So what advice would you have for people wanting to enter the industry? <laughs> um, and I think you have to be be willing to invest the time to learn about things that maybe you didn't think you would have any interest in. I mean, I, I don't work for the math department, but in a sense, a lot of the events we do in the center are for the math department. And I think a lot of people think, oh, well then do you have to write about math? Like, do you have to write math? Do you have to know math? Do you have to, and no, <laughs> no, I don't. But I have to be able to understand enough of what's going on to explain it to a general population. And you have to be willing to just keep saying to the faculty or to whoever, I still don't understand. Like it's still too much jargon. It's still too technical. Mm -hmm. You've got to bring it down to layman general terms that everybody can understand. Otherwise, no one's going to really care what your research is if they don't if they don't understand. 
And so there's a different, it's not dumbing it down, right? And it's it's finding that 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 balance of how can you still explain it to people that they still appreciate what it is you're doing and they don't get frustrated that they don't get it, you know? So there's it that takes a while too. So I think you have to be willing to to really be able to dive down deep and drill down to what really is going on and how do you how do you express that? Is there anything that you know now that you wish you knew coming out of college? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they can't, they can't really prepare you for things that don't exist at the time, right? Like social media did not exist when I went to my, for my bachelor's. So it, that has been a very hard, hard thing for me to learn and pick up and understand the point of, because <laughs> it's just not, you know, it's just not my generation. So I rely heavily on student workers and people who that is part of just their normal, how they communicate, right? And so what are those best practices? What does that look like? What do people respond to? Because, you know, what I respond to at my age is not what a current college student might catch their eye, right? It could be something different. So I'm, I'm all about trying to get as much input and feedback from different perspectives as I can, because I realize that not everybody is going to be, you know, I'm not always going to catch the attention of the right person, of the person I really want, so. And how do you go about getting that attention? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm lucky that a lot of the the teachers, the K-12 teachers are kind of my age, <laughs> so I get I get them a little better. But I mean, I just think as much as we can do of, of telling personal stories of the, of the students who are in our programs or did, you know, did get one of our scholarships and having things speak through their voice is a lot more powerful than me saying, hey, this is a really cool program. You should check it out, right? It, and that's the same way with all the magazines that I make about the grants and about the teachers. I want the teachers to tell other teachers this was a really rewarding experience and you should do it too. It's, I, I don't want to do things that I feel like is just bragging. It's bragging about how great we are because that's not the point. It's like the people who actually went through it, who can actually say, yes, this is beneficial should be the people telling that story. All right. And to close out, is there anything else about your journey that you'd like to share? Oh, I don't know. I think um, I I hope people understand that just because you you think in college you're gonna you want to do a certain thing, like just be open to the fact that that will probably change, and you just don't know where you're gonna end up. And I have found that it doesn't matter what industry I'm in, everyone needs a copy editor. Everyone needs someone who is a good writer and who can communicate, because even though we are communicators. That doesn't mean we are always the best at actually communicating with our colleagues or communicating, you know, with with each other in the office even. So everybody can can always be striving to become better communicators in all different all different aspects of their lives. But I I have definitely learned how important it is to be able to have someone who can write and edit because a lot of people struggle with that a lot. So. I think, I think people could convince pretty much any company that they need them if they're a good writer or editor. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes the interview. Thank you so All much right. for your time, Thank Lindsay. You. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.
All right, once again, I'm Brianna Fanta, and this was Lindsay Augustine on The Business Takeaway. Please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to be up to date with our videos, and feel free to reach out.